Unstuckers. Chell and Josh coming at you. Oh, Josh. Hey, Josh. Chell and Josh coming at you with another episode of Cash Fry on Friday. Casually. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Hey, Unstuckers. So I want to apologize for Wednesday. There were a lot of mistakes in the initial upload of the podcast, and that's mostly because Josh taught me how to edit more quickly, and I edited too quickly and didn't catch some of the nuances. So apologies, and that's what happened. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, awesome. That means I caught it in time. And back to our regularly scheduled programming. So Josh, tell me a little bit about your week slash your... Dodgers hat. I know you're a Dodgers fan, but are they playing? Yes, they're playing um, and they're winning and it's going swimmingly. Oh, excellent. Um, so that's that's great. Although they are playing, or they did play, how do I say this? They did play last night, Thursday night, but we're recording this Thursday afternoon. Ergo, I have no idea what's about to happen, which if you're listening to this and you're a sports fan, you do know so how about that? <laughs> but I know they won game one Wednesday night. I'm hopeful for game two Thursday night. And uh, uh, yeah, it's the playoffs. It's fun. I actually, fun thing I'd never done before. I had my TV and a monitor right next to each other with my laptop plugged into the monitor. And I was watching the NBA playoffs and the baseball playoffs <laughs> with, with a friend last night. I'm watching two different sports do the playoffs at the same time. I've never done that before because COVID screwed with everybody's schedule. Well, that's so literally normally it's never happened NBA time. before. It's literally never yeah. happened before. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so that was fun and weird <laughs> to be like, they're both in the playoff. Um, but yeah, that's a little beside the point. I have, I got to get into it with you because I need to pick your brain this week. Um, which is like the whole point of this whole mastermind thing. So last week I said, oh yeah, relax, like taking the story, uh, you know, a little journey, not like a long epic journey, not like Lord of the Rings or anything, but like a one movie (laughs) deal. Okay. So (laughs) last week I said, I'd get my funnel up and running, which again, I did not do, but this time I have a valid excuse. I do have it all ready to go. I just have to click go. Uh, but I wanted to wait for this discussion because I might change everything. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Not everything about the funnel, but like I might change a lot. Anyway, so I had this thought, um, and I don't know if it's a good thought or a bad thought. Right now, my podcast start, of course, is lifetime access. Go at your own pace. Do your own thing. Email me if you need any questions. Once I get a bunch of people, like a a quorum of people, I'm going to have like weekly Zoom uh, office hours and people can check in, right? But um, that was my initial summary of a plan. That's all $97. There's some discounts as part of my funnel. So you can act now and get it for usually somewhere between 20 and 30% off on different ads um, and stuff like that. So that's, that's the summary. We've talked about that. Now, what I'm thinking is people who have purchased my course so far, they are not very responsive via email because I've reached out to them. And they're also not progressing very far in my course. 
And I don't want to be, I don't want to have like the gym membership model where I just collect money from people who don't actually do the thing. I want to actually help people. I also want to make money, but I want to actually help people. <laughs> so I don't just want to have one of those courses that's like cheap enough and people just buy it and they never do it. Like, I know a lot of people are going to be like that. That's just the nature of the game. But as much as possible, I'd love to develop it so that people complete it. And so uh, also I was thinking about subscription models and how there's some places that do like a subscription per year or per month um, to stay on. And they might add all content. They might not, um, et cetera, et cetera. They might have like a limited plan. Like, like it's, it's $97, but we're only here for six months and then it's over to try and push people to like a completion date. So I started having the thought, what if for this specific instance, for this course, cause it's not going to like grow into a whole bunch of courses. Probably it might. Um, like specific like niche things like I might do a podcast startup for businesses or something like that, which would be very similar but slightly different. Anyway, assuming it doesn't grow, um, I was thinking, what about a subscription to as a as a ploy to get people to finish? So like the reason you're subscribing is because I will be there on Zoom once or twice a week live, right? So you can stay mm-hmm. subscribed forever. If you want to, if you want that nonstop support and community on like Zoom and probably like a Facebook group and stuff, or you can just get in one month, go to town on it, show up at Zoom things, go at all the lessons, do it, launch your podcast and get out for cheap. If you've like, if you're committed and you got time and that's how you want to do it. And that, that leaves like people who, who want the continued support can continue to pay for it. And the people who don't, they just want to get the lessons and, and ask a few questions and get out in one month. They could do that. And I was thinking of like, if, if my podcast startup course is like 10 bucks a month, then some people could legitimately take the entire course for $10 and launch their podcast. Great. But uh, other people might want to like stay for six months, three months, something like that ask questions as they keep going on the zoom calls. They'd only have access as long as they're actively subscribing. Um, and they want like more handholding. Great. But either way, if you buy the course and you don't complete it, you're continuing to pay. So I was thinking that was like incentive to finish the course, you know, cause I want people incentivized in any way, shape and form to finish the course and actually launch their podcast. Um, yeah. So what do you think about all that? That's a lot to digest, number one. <laughs> yeah, I told you, we're going on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So I understand that you want to help people. I think $10, like getting that for 10 bucks, like say you have a really determined person, right? Like, for example, an Audible, an Audible subscription. Sometimes, like if they give me a free month, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that free month. And then I download as many books especially free ones as I possibly can within that month. And I'm like, done. So I mark that shit on my calendar to like be done within that 30 day mark for a free trial. So I feel like you'll have a couple of those people, but you'll probably also have a good amount of people who are going to do it for the long haul. How long, like ideally would it take to get through that content? Um, so it depends 
on a lot of things. I kind of space it out in my mind that it's 10 lessons and the average person can can handle two lessons a week and do the homework in between the lessons. Like the content itself, every lesson is mm, 15 to 40 minutes-ish, uh, maybe with some bonus like tutorial videos if you really want to learn the software I'm using. So the lessons themselves aren't long, but all of them are like, okay, now go play with your microphone or play with different rooms in your house so like the, the homework can take some time. Okay. Um, so I kind of designed it like two lessons a week for, t- for five weeks, basically. But some people might do one lesson a week and some people might do one lesson a day. Who knows? You know? Okay, so really anywhere between 10 days for the overachiever and maybe 10 weeks, maybe longer. Right. For someone who needs, like yeah. you said, the extra hand-holding. I think that can work. Subscription-wise, price point of that, I, I know you kind of just threw $10 out there, but... Yeah, that was just throwing yeah. it out. So I also question that. Yeah, I yeah. think that needs to be a higher amount um, just to to really make sure people are committed to it because I've priced my services lower than I should have in the past and I had some uncommitted sure. people. So I like the subscription model because then that's reoccurring and that's awesome. Um, but... I think pricing it where they can commit and they will commit is going to be essential. Um, so enough yeah. of a, yeah. I don't want to say a blow to the wallet, but it needs to affect the wallet enough so that they are determined to complete it. And it's not just going to sit on the back burner for them. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause if nothing else, you go like, Oh, there's another bill due in 30 days. Yeah. Like I better finish this if I don't want to keep spending um, I mean, there's always people who will like, oh, I'm not going to finish this and they'll cancel their subscription and not finish. And that, that sucks. But like, you know, there's always people who are going to sign up for something and not do it. But I'd like to get my percentage of completionists up, you know, Definitely. for also for, for my own sake too, like for testimonials, <laughs> you know, so. Definitely. Um, so what, what, what do you think? So I'm thinking kind of in the ballpark, like from me pricing out other courses that are similar, um, you know, the course itself is not, uh, is not a high ticket item because it's just a series of videos Mm -hmm. and, um, they're organized and they're done well, I think, but like, that's what they are. The reason I'm selling it right now for $97 lifetime is because I'm also available for questions. So I think that's what makes it like, you know, you can get like, you know, $10 lifetime or $20 lifetime kind of video only courses here and there online. That's easy. Um, but mine's more like interactive, like you will get stuck because people get stuck when they're learning new things and I'll be here to help. So, um, that's why I'm pricing it that way. So based on that pricing, if the average person is going to do it in 10 weeks or five weeks, Let's see, five weeks would be two months, so that would be close to $50 a month, which I think might be high. Um, but even a third, if it was like a three-month process, um, like $30 a month. I think that's pretty fair, yeah. Because then the people who were able to finish it in a month get a steal. And right. 
more often than not, you're probably going to have people finish it in like three to four month range. So then you're probably making a little bit more money. So I think from a monetary standpoint, that's fair. And from the consumer standpoint, that that's fair as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe something like that, we'd have to play with it. Um, and then the only thing that calls into question too, I think is my $97 price point. I was including the cost of a t-shirt and mailing a t-shirt. So with, with the people who might like do it for 30 bucks and get out, I pretty much can't afford a t-shirt and that's fine. I could like ditch the like free t-shirt idea altogether. Um, but I kind of liked the idea of like sending them a physical thing because nobody gets physical things from online courses. You know, <laughs> so, you like, can say like you're part of the maybe club. like um, a three month a three month subscription. So if you sell it starting mm. at a three month subscription for that price, and then say additional months are X amount of money, that might work. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and that's the incentive to get people to sign up for three months. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Cool. And I think all the technology I have behind it is capable of auto charging a subscription kind of a thing. So I got to kind of figure that out. But cool. Any other thoughts on that? I'm going to try it. Why not? And if, I, if it fails, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it fails, like I'll go back. No big deal. But yeah. um, I think if you hook people for a couple of months, cause like think of Spotify, like you probably paid for Spotify, but like the first time I ever did, it was like 99 cents for three months. And I was like, Oh my God, what a great deal. You know? So if you incentivize for a small period of time, get them hooked. And then they're used to paying that monthly subscription rate. They're going to be like, Psh. I can keep this on my, on my subscription until like they remember that it's there. So that's also another thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And then they would just like everyone. There's my dog barking at the mailman. That's fun. That <laughs> and we're done. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And that could be fun. Uh, where was I going to go with that? I lost it because of Penny. Oh, well. So I'll try that, and um, I'll have to uh, put my um, – I'll have to change my sales webpage and some of the back end for payments. Um, and then I guess what I'll do is everyone who's actively subscribed, I will send them an email every week, like, here's the office hours link, so it changes every week so that only active subscribers get to it, so – all doable compared to all the work I've done. I don't have to change everything is what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's why I didn't hit publish. I had that thought about subscriptions. It's like, oh, maybe that's a great incentive. I'll get Chell's idea. And then I didn't call you because I was like, I'll call her on casual Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm happy that we brainstormed so, this here. Great. Okay. So my plan, my goal for the week is to uh, redo what I just said. And actually hit launch on the Facebook ads and see what happens. Sweet. So hopefully by next week, I'll at least have some data here and there. Yeah. <laughs> at least a little bit on like what's working and what's not. Well, cool. Yeah. How about you, bro? What's going on in your world? Um, you got green things in your background? I do have green things. <laughs> this is my attempt at soundproofing. I think I need a rug. 
but mm. in time. <laughs> it sounds so much better than last week. Thank God. Getting there. Yeah, it's because of the blanket. Being on my phone. Because of the blanket <laughs> hanging over there. <laughs> nice. Blanket fort for the win. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so this week has, I've been finding a schedule. It's slowly but surely happening. Um, so I think I'm still trying to find the balance between being a stay-at-home puppy mom, I guess, kind of, and working. Um, I've been confined to this corner of the house because I'm mooching off of my neighbor's Wi-Fi, so I might look a little bit more clear this evening uh, or today. Um, yes, video, audio synced up. YouTubers are going to love that. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. My well, shout out to my neighbor Stan for hooking us up with some internet. So thanks, Stan. Thanks, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been confined to this part of the house, which has actually been really good for um, focusing on different projects. But I also found that I do not work best when I am confined to one place. I am more of a go sit over there for a little bit, go sit over there for a little bit kind of at home worker. So this has been very You're a nomadic worker. Oh, I like that. Yes. I am a nomadic worker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that has also gotten me to concentrate on creating content this past week. So Monday was kind of a shit show. I, I had to go pick up my car that finally arrived here, but something that should have taken 10 minutes took six hours so Monday was a fucking uh-huh. wash. Um, and then we got my car back and it had a flat. So like Monday was a wash completely. So really from like <laughs> Tuesday on, I feel like I've gotten a lot of shit done. So my approach with clients on Insta or like prospects on Instagram has changed completely this week, mostly to save time. Cool. So rather than trying social selling, which I'm super awkward at and just doesn't feel comfortable, I've taken... I've gone back to the direct outreach approach, which is basically just like where you reach out to random people that kind of fit your niche. Um, You put in, hey, comment maybe a little bit, and then you give them just like this standardized um, like chunk of text essentially saying that, hey, this is what I do. I help families um, learn how to cook at home. If this is something you're interested, awesome. Let's hop on a 15 minute call. If not, no hard feelings. So I've done 30, I've done 30 like that. And I think I've had a couple of responses, Um, but that I think is a lot more challenging. I think that's more like throwing like singular pieces of pasta at a wall and seeing if they stick versus having conversations, but it's a lot less time consuming. So with social selling to reach out to 20 people, that was like almost a two hour process every day. This is closer to 45 minutes. So just time-wise and time investment-wise, like it's significantly less. Um, I just need to see if it's as successful in starting up conversation. So that's still- See how the feedback goes. Yeah, that's still to be seen. Um, I think I mentioned last week, I did outreach to people who are already following me and I got some really good feedback. Like I have a whole list of topics that they want to see over the next couple of weeks, which is awesome because that gives me topics to focus on for not only posts, but also for blog posts and like content creation. So I was also focusing on that the last couple of days. I've literally just been like sitting at my computer, like writing blog posts, which is actually good because I feel like then if someone comes at me with a question, I can be like, Oh, well here, check out this blog post. 
versus like trying to come right. up with an answer like right then and there, you know? Are you seeing um, like an overlap? Like a lot of people have the same questions for content people, already? Yeah. Cool. So cool. Here, let, me rant, let me rant my little book. So a lot of people are going <laughs> vegan. I don't know what it is with our generation of people freaking going vegan, but there's a lot of vegan requests <laughs> or like vegetarian or like meatless Monday kind of things. I know a dog who's allergic to protein will throw up if there's any meat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So vegan, vegetarian, huge. Um, quick, week, quick weeknight meals for one or two to like smaller portions, but then also making enough for lunch, like how to do that. Um, pantry staples, which I actually just posted about. That was a fun one. Um, I've seen people just like in their own posts or like posts they've sent me cut onions incorrectly. So I think I'm going to do something about cutting onions. I know something so simple, nice. but like, guys, I can change your life about cutting onions and like make it so much easier. Uh, I don't, I don't cut a lot of onions, but I'm already peaked on your uh, pantry staples. One. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Check that out. I'm going to read it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like veganism, like that's big. So post some Mm -hmm. things about vegetables you're welcome guys so i think that has been helpful that could be if um if it's constant and it continues being like there's a lot of veganism that could be an interesting uh like sister course to your course or like alternate course like the same same thing package it up for vegans you know seriously (laughs) yeah my only bummer is that like i i know that i have a decent amount of like moms following me and a lot of mm-hmm. them didn't respond. I get it, dude. Like you're busy. I just, right. I just need some feedback, please. So, yeah, hard hard to get feedback from the busy people when your clients are busy moms. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I totally understand. <laughs> I need your input, please. So, if there are any busy moms out there, please reach out to at chef underscore rdn on Instagram. I need feedback, please. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's what my week has been. And I plan to continue to do that, continue to create content and find a freaking morning routine. I've lost my morning routine and I need to get back into it. Oh yeah. I also had lost it and and started it back this week. It's not, it's not back yet, but it's, it's starting, you know, after a few weeks of spending all of my time at my mom's house prepping her or the hospital or whatnot. Like, yeah, it's like, okay, I need to, to take back my mornings so I can be sane for the day and feel decent. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, dude, that really makes a difference in like how you approach your day. So I think yeah. what happened this week is I was planning my day out the night before and sometimes that's helpful, but I find that I'm a lot more productive on days when I plan my day out in the morning. Cause then mm, I know the mindset that I'm in already versus like trying to anticipate my mindset for the next day. And then I just like overload myself with work to work, to work, to work, to work rather than like, okay, breath of fresh air, please go outside, step away from the laptop, do something else. So I just need to break up my day better. And I think I can do it better the morning of than the night before. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So I don't have anything to, uh, for you to help me with, but I hope, I hope this brainstorm. That's a good report. You're making progress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so did you already say what are your, what are your goals for this week? Uh, more direct outreach. I think I need to aim for 15 to 20 a day. 
yeah, I think I need to aim for 15 to 20 a day realistically yeah. because you get what, maybe 10% back? Maybe. Right. Maybe, maybe 30, yeah. maybe. That's, that's probably a really good rate. Yeah. So I think <laughs> so. aiming for 15 to 20 a day, so I get one to two responses back is probably realistic. So more DO and then content creation, um, just hardcore content creation. So that I have an arsenal when people go to my site and they can see, I mean, that's really, I feel like what determines if a person wants to work with you or not, right? Like the way that you sound or the way that you like teach. So, well, on that note, we will see you guys next week on Cash Fry. And, oh, Josh, we do have a thing to do. And brrr, the winner for this month. Uh, brain fart. Okay. <laughs> the month of September? That month. For the coaching session? Yeah, all of that. The winner for giving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, who wins a 30-minute coaching brainstorm session with us for September? Thank you, Josh. That one? <laughs> Sparkly Patty. Thank you, Sparkly Patty. What's Sparkly Patty say? Very informative. It's great, and I love it. Keep it up. Oh, thanks, Sparkly Patty. So, Sparkly Patty, <laughs> shoot us an email at unstuck.institute at gmail.com, and we will hook up a brainstorm sesh with you, me, and Josh. Hey, uh, and though this got real clunky at the end, like it always does on Casual Fridays, if you too want a 30-minute brainstorm session, all you have to do is leave a five-star written review on Apple iTunes for us. Yep, that's a straight-up bribe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it, though. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Toodles. Bye. I, for I forgot to record video. My bad, my bad. You know we can't just do a first clean start. That's never the way we do it.